Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and I've got Harrison with me. And amazing food that we have not dove into yet. It smells really good, That's though. the worst part of, of having Lincoln's Pub here is, especially running the board, like, you're probably okay mm-hmm. if you want to dive in a little bit. But I will not. I know Jake would just be devastated if he comes in for early break and there's just grease covering the board. Like, I just can't be doing that. No, I just feel like gross eating. You know, like, I'm so messy that I don't want to, like, get it everywhere. It is also not fun for people in their car just to be here and, like, someone chewing. Literally. And my jaw clicks every time I, like, eat. Oh, I always forget about that. So, yeah, like, I really don't want to just be like, (laughs) you know? Is that something that, like, flares up or is that just, like, consistent all the time? So, I had gotten in a skiing accident in seventh grade and I got, like, a huge concussion and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. ever since then, it just has not gone away. I talked to doctors and they're like, oh, we could do surgery on it, but, like, it's not like not a high chance of fixing it but like it doesn't bug me it just bugs other people so <laughs> i really don't care what was the skiing accident how'd you land on your just land on your straight on your chin or what it's actually a funny story we actually don't know i was on a school field trip What's a, what age seventh grade i don't know what age that is so were you like pizza french fry level or do you actually knew how to ski okay i thought i was really good okay like, I'd skied so once you, before. you're beyond pizza french fry I'm, oh, but you're yeah. not elite I was pretty elite, I thought. Okay. But, like, my friend was a really good skier, and she's like, hey, let's go down, like, the hardest path. Mm -hmm. I was like, heck, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm great. So we're going down this path. She goes before me. I go a little bit afterwards. And then I went down the path, and after that, it was just kind of black. Oh, so you had a wipeout wipeout where... They think I had, like, a... What is it? Whiplash? Whiplash. Yep. And so, yeah, I went to the ER that night, and they're like, yeah, you got a bad concussion. And then I was going to go to the doctor, like, the next day, but I couldn't walk that next morning. So my motor skills had completely, like they were gone whoa and so i went to the doctors had mris cat scans and then i had to relearn how to walk balance and then reading why, <laughs> why is this the first time i'm hearing about this i don't know i just don't like talk to people about it so you were like almost paralyzed or were you at least scared you're gonna be paralyzed yeah. i was out of school for a long time yeah i'd imagine you were having yeah. to relearn mm-hmm. how to write balance it was horrible i hated pt but yeah how long did you have to do that for it was, I think, a year because I missed so much school. And so, like, some there are some sc- subjects that, like, I struggle with in college because, like, I didn't learn them in high school yeah, or middle school or whatever because my teachers just kind of gave up on me because I was never there. And, yeah, like, I couldn't like, get myself to, like, She's learn. figuring out how to walk again. So, like, let's not make her worry about school on top of it. I can imagine you're, you're going to give that kid some leeway because it's, like, they were worried about some big future things that might inhibit them forever. Yeah, but bless my parents. They were there for me every step of the way. What what was the mountain range? Do you remember? The what? The mountain range that you were skiing on? <sighs> was it Colorado or even no? The state? It was in South Dakota. Great Bear. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was like the diamond whatever. So yeah, don't go on a school field trip <laughs> skiing with your class. All right, I so if anyone doesn't know, Great Bear, it's not a mountain; it's a hill. <laughs> so like that. Right no, there. it was steep. Like I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, but I did it. You know what I can see is Great Bear or Great Bear. <laughs> great Bear is. Yeah ice it, it is, is not it's never powder so i mean if it's a whiplash i don't know you must just that's crazy but i can also see you just like knocking your head i know i had a friend that you know how great bear they have that little stunt section mm-hmm. and he had a helmet on and he was a pretty good snowboarder and he was doing tricks and he just he soared on this jump and over rotated or no it didn't rotate enough and he landed like straight on his dome he had the helmet on but it cracked his helmet and oh gave him a concussion and it was like 
thank God you had the helmet on. Like that's that's brain damage. That's probably like internal bleeding in the head. That's insane. But no, the day we went, like it had just iced over like a few days before, so there were so many kids that got hurt. Yeah, it's not it's not smart to it's probably bumps kids out out there but if i was a principal and i was like what are we doing for a field trip we are not going (laughs) snowboarding or skiing because that is gonna even if i sign waivers someone's gonna get hurt and then i have to call their parents Mm -hmm. and then they're like this isn't safe and to be truthful like it's you're especially when it's icy like that which great bear usually is it's like i said it's a hill that they it's a mountain harrison yeah. i was really hoping you said colorado because i was like i can see it but uh that would have been less embarrassing yeah the great barrel one yeah. is maybe i mean it, the name's intimidating maybe people think it's different exactly but no like it's a part of my story like i feel like without that like i wouldn't be where i am where were you at mentally with all that were you freaking out it was horrible i had so the day it happened that following weekend i was supposed to go to state volleyball mm-hmm. and i was like in high school and middle school, I was a pretty good volleyball player. Like, I was varsity young as a freshman and whatnot. So, I was supposed to go to my state volleyball. I was like, Mom, I'm going. Like, I'm doing this. And she's like, Honey, you can't walk. And so, that was really, like, mentally hard. Like, being out of my basketball and volleyball season just, like, really took a toll on me. And I feel like it brought me, like, into, like, maybe a little bit of a depression. Yeah, Because, like, absolutely. when you're an athlete and, like, you are blessed with a gift and you're not able to do that, that's really hard. Well, even just time away from school, you're not seeing people either. Mm-hmm, exactly. No, I'd have friends come over and like bring me gifts. It was pretty nice. Okay, so you and you weren't cut off from no, the world. No, my neighbor least. would come over and do my nails all the time. It was <laughs> good. I was living the good life. My dad made me chicken piccata whenever I wanted. Loved my life. Chicken, what is it? Piccata. Piccata. It's like a French dish. It's my favorite food. It sounds good. I don't know what it looks like. My dad makes it perfectly. Is your dad a good cook? My dad is a great cook. Yeah. DP's called this out before. Uh, have you had your parents call in yet? I haven't. No. There's always a time for that. I th- I bet they're listening. So mom, dad, if you're listening, <laughs> just call on in. Because that's yeah. uh every for every ticket weeknight show that we have. Usually it's day one. We have the parents call in mm-hmm. and give us some insight about the student athlete we're talking to. Because typically a student athlete's humble and they're not going to say everything. So it's kind of fun to have the parents. And usually the parents they might oversell it, but it's yeah. even funnier if they do. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, if you guys are listening, feel free to call in 402-464-5685 uh, or anyone for that matter can call in on the show 402-464 five six eight five so was there like pain through that rehab process oh yeah i just felt so weak like i feel like Mm -hmm. like learning to walk again like i'm like i should know how to do this was it did they say like you'll walk again it's just gonna take time or were they not sure i feel like there was always like this expectation that i was gonna walk or like that's what i put in my head (laughs) like i was never worried that like hey i'm not gonna be able to walk again if that was just me or i don't know yeah because i'm trying to figure out the because like anything with a neck or spine Mm -hmm. especially if it's a whiplash like i i wonder what the original diagnosis was yeah like if how worried they were or if it's like yeah she's definitely got some damage but she'll be fine yeah so like the whole time though you were like i'm gonna walk again it's just gonna take time i feel like yeah i was like in seventh grade like this Mm -hmm. is just like this is just like a few day kind of thing you know and i didn't really like to listen to my doctor like my doctor was like you have no reflex in your legs i'm like it's there it'll just like it's taking a little (laughs) bit of time you know but yeah I don't know. It was just like, it was scary, but like everyone else was freaking out but me. Okay. That makes sense that you're a D1 athlete now. It probably takes kind of that like calm and like focus in order mm-hmm. to perform. So how was it like you're going out on a wheelchair? Like you can't walk at all? Yeah, I had to be in a wheelchair. That was so embarrassing. Like, you know, when you're a kid, it's like, oh, I want to like be on crutches or I want to be in a wheelchair. Yeah. And then when it finally happens, you're like, I hate this. Like I can do this. Like I don't need this. So I don't know. I feel like when you're helpless and like you do need help, it's harder. So, yeah. How was learning how to write again? Well, not like re 
getting the muscle strength to get right again i did not like going to like eye therapy and like yeah. that was horrible like people that go through like rehab and stuff like i do not i do not understand how you do it like that's so taxing like even mm-hmm. just like your mind and like you're so tired afterwards like even just stupid stuff like reading like flashcards. like i was like i've already done this like i'm in seventh <laughs> grade like yeah it was just so yeah so that's probably got to be the worst injury you've ever had, right? Or that was the worst injury. I don't think I've ever had anything else. Like no broken bones, no nothing. Just a nasty whiplash. That hey, I'm okay with that. Just one, just one injury. And yeah, I'm at least like, at least you're performing well now, and like it didn't. At least I don't think it hindered your performance. You're performing well too, and obviously you got to a D1 school mm-hmm. in track. Was there a catch up period though when you're finally? back in athletics where you're like man I'm just not as fast as I used to be well I had never ran really before my concussion and like okay. track was the easiest thing that I could do because like basketball and volleyball were very like physical More hand-eye sports. Coordination. yeah and so like track was just kind of my thing I went to and then took it and ran with it because that was the only thing I could do and then I just happened to be blessed with a talent there and a hard work that kick pun intended there yeah run, run ran with, with it, it. <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah it was a blessing in disguise yeah shout out to the parents too sounds parents. like they did a great job they did a great job good job chris and randy walker yeah because it's probably a lot of driving around imagine that's a lot of appointments oh, to get to appointments. i hated it and i mean you can't drive not only i don't know if what age you were in middle school but even if you could it's not like you're gonna be able to they're gonna mm-hmm. trust you with your legs to drive a car mm-hmm. man that's it is kind of crazy when you hear all these d1 athletes too they always typically unless they're really just like have some dog in them they're typically always come from really good families because mm-hmm. it does take a level. Like even if you're a gifted athlete, you still have to have the grades. You still have to work hard at the sport. Otherwise you'll get humbled like really fast mm-hmm. in D1. So like how much credit do you give your family for kind of keeping you on that like humble route and just giving you the support you needed to continue in your, the track that you want to grow in? My family, like I grew up in a grounded family. Like we supported one another. My parents were always at my events, no matter what it was. If it was a choir concert and I didn't want them to come, like they were there. <laughs> I feel like not everyone had as much support as I did. So like my parents would support other people. Mm-hmm. And I, my parents give me the work ethic, like taught me that there are other people that are going to be better than you. And you just have to accept that. But training with people who are better than you is going to make you better. So I feel like they just always helped me to just focus on keep grinding. My dad listens to Jocko a lot. Okay. So like there would always be podcasts going on in the morning or he'd always have like a phrase that he would say. So I feel like my life was just surrounded with like make yourself better, like be a great athlete. And yeah, it was just I grew up in a home where athletics was kind of expected, but they pushed me to love it and pushed me to grind and do my best. Yeah, that's awesome. Again, just shout out to them. And uh, the heartland too. I feel like South Dakota, Nebraska, anywhere in the Midwest region, I feel like that is just kind of a good mm-hmm. – it's one of the places where – I can understand in New York why people aren't so nice because you don't have time. Yeah. Like you're not relying on your neighbors to really help you out because it's like you are leaning on more of a government Mm -hmm. because it's just like so big that your neighbor isn't going to help you out of like a crisis where out here in the Midwest, it's still small enough to where like you do need to know who your neighbors are in a sense. You don't want to be weird and Mm -hmm. eavesdropping on them, but it's good to know your neighbors. And I feel like that just builds like a way tighter community because you rely on each other more. Uh, but anyway, that's a tangent. We'll get off that <laughs> as we got to go to break here. Um, and we do have a caller actually. So why don't we go ahead and just take that right now? You are on 93, seven, the ticket. Who is this? This is Christine Walker. I'm Megan Walker's mom. She's on speed and power right now. Fantastic. Absolutely. Perfect timing. What's on your mind? <laughs> um, Hi, this is Christine Walker. <laughs> Megan, Hi, you got any questions for your mom? How's it going, mom? 
Things are great. It's good to hear what's going on on the show. Thank you for listening. Now, I got a question for you. Is there anything that we should know about Megan Walker that maybe she's too humble to say herself or maybe even a funny story that she doesn't want to bring up that uh, you feel like we should all know? You know, she has been just one of the most determined individuals from the time she was just a little girl. And so um, it's reflected today in how she approaches um, track, academics, everything at uh, Nebraska. And she just loves being a Husker and using that to determination for good. That's awesome. And uh, Nebraska is definitely happy to have her on the roster and here as a Husker. Um, and again, shout out to you guys. I mean, Megan just kind of went on a tangent uh, thanking you guys for everything you did for her. Um, so I think the thanks kind of goes both ways. But well, that, she's a lot of fun to uh, encourage and follow. Absolutely. Appreciate you calling in. And, uh, again, if you uh, if you want to get the dad to call in as well, that's always allowed on the next segment. But we'll throw it to break here. And, again, thank you to Megan Walker's mom for calling in. Uh, but we'll throw it to break on Speed and Power right here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.